everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Wednesday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you? Good. Excellent. I miss my squeal. I know. Well, it's in there. Shh. People don't know that I'm just using the same one over and over because your timing was just so horrible. That was not why. I know. It's it, no longer available on your app. It was not. So it makes me sad. That's right. So I do have to edit. For a show that is not edited, I have to edit the squeal in every episode. And I don't get to hear it. No. Oh, well. All right. Let's get started um, from the Disney Parks <clears throat> blog. They want us to know that the Boo Bash tickets went on sale. That's right. Boobash tickets did go on sale on the 15th, which was Tuesday, yesterday. And um, they're already being uh, sold out. Really? You know, we mentioned that they were adding some Sundays. uh, But uh, as far as the month of October goes, they are already sold out on October 5th, October 8th, October 12th, October 29th, and of course, Halloween, October 31st. There's still plenty of availability, though. Uh, All dates in August and September are available. Okay. All right. Um, moving on to Disneyland Paris, where cast members are preparing for the June 17th reopening. That's right. They are preparing for the June 17th reopening, uh, which is tomorrow. And they are undergoing some cast member previews, uh, the 15th and 16th. So Fun. they're checking things out. Good. And uh, yeah, very exciting. They're going to open up on the 17th. And then on the 21st, they will have the opening of the first hotel dedicated to the artwork of the Marvel Universe. And that is Disney's Hotel New York, The Art of Marvel. Cool. It's not a bad idea. You take an existing hotel, you throw a whole bunch of art in it, yeah. you retheme it. Because it was already it was already the Hotel New York. Right. Um, now they've just added a large collection of Marvel art to the rooms, to the lobbies. Right. I'm they've sure the color scheme has changed. That very, kind of very cool Asgardian chandelier that they built. Neat. So, yeah. Looks like a nice, uh, nice property. I'm sure we'll see uh, some type of video clip on the Disney Parks blog, uh, if not the entire ceremony when they dedicate it uh, around the 21st. Okay. Uh, Fireworks spectaculars are back at Disney parks this summer. Yay. This is big news. It's huge news. Yes. Um, Fireworks have been a Disney tradition since 1957, the second year of Disneyland's existence. And uh, do you know what Walt referred to the fireworks as? Um, Snappy crackles. The perfect kiss goodnight at the close of a magical day. Oh, okay. So... Uh, the fireworks are known as the Kiss Goodnight. Um, but as of July 1st, the Magic Kingdom's fireworks will return and they will uh, begin, well, restart their nightly performances of their show Happily Ever After, uh, which will transform Cinderella Castle with lights, projection, and fireworks as moments from your favorite Disney stories encourage you to grab hold of your dreams and make them come true. Aww. Have you Have you made your dreams come true? I mean, not lately. If I realized that we were getting these back, I might have postponed one of my five uh-huh. trips we took this in the past eight months uh, to see the fireworks. But. Gotcha. Over in Epcot, Epcot Forever will resume. Uh, that's the interim show between Illuminations and Epcot's Harmonious, which mm-hmm. has yet to debut. So we will be seeing uh, Epcot Forever in the World Showcase Lagoon. And then out in California at Disneyland on July 4th, they will restart their fireworks with Mickey's Mix Magic, which will be presented nightly through the summer. Uh, and this is, uh, once again, a projection show with show lighting and lasers, which will transform Main Street USA Sleeping Beauty Castle and the facade of It's a Small World into a family fun dance party that goes sky high with fireworks to celebrate the leader of the club. Mickey Mouse? Mickey Mouse, exactly. You just get 10 points. Yay. We saw that. Yes. 
And uh, if you would like to check out uh, a virtual viewing of Happily Ever After, uh, you can check out the Disney Parks blog, and it's under Disney Magic Moments or Happily Ever After. It's not only from, like, the hours of, like, uh, 8 p.m. to 10 p.m.? No, that's only at your resort if you have the (laughs) cruddy TV system that's not in Coronado Springs. Uh, Yeah, they only broadcast at certain hours. Yeah. All right. Um... I guess we're moving on to the California parks. We are. Uh, Several more attractions are returning soon. That's right. Uh, Lots of stuff going on here. Um, As of June 15th, uh, guests can once again do the walkthrough at Sleeping Beauty Castle in Disneyland. Over at California Adventure, the Animation Academy, Golden Zephyr, and Sorcerer's Workshop have reopened. Um, Let's see. Temperature checks have ceased. So the temperature check attraction uh, is no longer available in both California parks. Oh, they were still, I mean, they, they were still stopped, doing temperature they checks. They stopped in Florida a while ago. Correct. Correct. It is also the end of face covering requirements, but we'll cover that. Uh, on June 18th, Davy Crockett's Explorer Canoes will reopen. On June 25th, Buzz Lightyear Astro Blasters return to Tomorrowland. And then on July 9th, the Redwood Creek Challenge Trail reopens in Disney's California Adventure. So lots of stuff going on over there. Uh, actually, a second page. Uh, the Disneyland Band will begin performing again on Friday, June 18th. And uh, let's see, some video of the band rehearsing, which is funny because they rehearse in the evening uh, with safety vests on so that uh, oh. nobody hits them. They, they wear reflective safety <laughs> nobody vests. Nobody hits them with one of the like, tractors that they have out there moving plants around or something. That's right. Um, as of June 15th, Indiana Jones Adventure will no longer be using a virtual queue. And Rise of the Resistance pre-shows are all operating again. Previously, uh, the pre-show with Ray and BB-8 was being skipped, and they just kind of walked you through that section. Yeah, I've never seen Rise of the Resistance with the stuff. No? Not even the first time we went? No. Oh, we were too close to the... They did it with Ray. Oh, all right. Yeah, you saw it. I just don't think you could see it. (laughs) All right, next story. Okay. Um, Disneyland has a new character greeting location in the hub. That's right. Uh, Some characters who were being seen over by Small World will now uh, call the hub their home. Uh, And these are uh, Pooh, Tigger, Eeyore. And of course, when you're thinking Hundred Acre Wood, you think Alice in Wonderland. So uh, those four characters will be meeting meeting guests still socially distanced in the hub. So even though they're bringing fireworks back and decreasing social distancing measures, um, face-to-well, not face-to-face character meetings, but face-to-mask character meetings are n- not taking place yet. Okay. Um, Disneyland Resort Hotels have a new offer available. That's right. The, the Disneyland Resorts have uh, savings on select rooms for stays from July 5th through October 2nd. You must book. Uh, let's see. Guests must book through September 16th, and travel must be completed by October 3rd. Uh, so the booking window is now through September. Uh, theme park tickets are not included, but can be added. Uh, the Disneyland Hotel, you can save 20% on select rooms and 25% room, 25% on rooms at Disney's Grand Californian Hotel and Spa. All right. Um, big story. Fully vaccinated guests are not required to wear face masks anymore. That is both at Disneyland and Walt Disney World. Uh, with certain exceptions, though. Uh, beginning June 15th, Uh, Fully vaccinated Disneyland guests are no longer required to wear a mask indoors or outdoors. Uh, And that is the day that the the state of California is adopting the CDC's updated guidelines for those who have been vaccinated. 
Uh, of course, guests to and up who are not vaccinated are still required to wear face coverings indoors except when dining. Uh, there's no mention of them being required to wear a mask outdoors, uh, but apparently there's no confirmation of that. It's just they don't mention it. Right. Um, vaccinated guests are not required to show proof of vaccination status, but must self-attest that they are in compliance before entry into the park. Um, all guests must attest that they are aware of California's recommendations that guests be fully vaccinated or receive a negative COVID-19 test prior to making a theme park reservation. Um, all guests, regardless of vaccination status, must wear, must wear masks on bus transportation uh, to and from the Toy Story parking lot, which opens June 18th. So that is the Disneyland mask status. Okay. And so is there an update for Disney World? There is. Uh, effective June 15th, face coverings are optional for fully vaccinated guests in most areas at the Walt Disney World Resort Complex. Um, face coverings are required for all guests on Disney transportation, including buses, monorails, and Skyliners. However, they are not required on boats or ferries. Uh, Disney World does not require proof of vaccination. They expect guests who are not fully vaccinated to continue wearing face coverings in all indoor locations, as well as when entering and throughout all attractions and transportation. Okay. And that brings to mind a story that we didn't actually have on here, but that I mentioned to you earlier today. Um, the buses are no longer socially distanced. Correct. They took off the numbers from the seats and there are standing and people standing. So, um, Yay. Yes, back to having uh, sweaty armpits in your face on the bus. Well, not really. They didn't take down the dividers. So there's a little bit, it's a little better. No, but the picture we saw of the guy holding on to the hanging yeah, strap and his true. armpit was like right next to But if you turn face. your face and you breathe into the plexiglass, it's not as bad. That's true. All right. Um, well, Disney World park hours have been extended through July 31st. That's right. And a lot of this has to do with the fireworks returning. Um, Magic Kingdom will now be opening at 8 a.m. instead of 9 a.m. from June 27th through June 30th. Closing time will still be 9 p.m. In July, the Magic Kingdom will open at 9 a.m. every day and will close at 11 p.m. from July 1st through 10th. That's for the July 4th crowds. And then it will close at 10 p.m. for the rest of the month. So we're almost back to normal summer hours there. Uh, Epcot will be opening one hour later from July 18th through July 31st. So noon? Noon, correct? Good God. And they will close at 10 p.m. So that's still a 10-hour day. They were closing at 10 p.m., though. Uh, they were closed. They were closing 11 to 9. Closing at 10 p.m. Were they no, 10? Okay. 10. Well, that still lets them get their show in. Uh, Animal Kingdom, from July 4th through July 31st, Animal Kingdom will close at 7 p.m. instead of 6 p.m. Um, let's see. Happily Ever After will take place at 9.15 every night at the Magic Kingdom. And Epcot Forever will begin at 10 p.m., uh, the show times have been posted through the end of July, um, and nothing, but nothing for August yet. I'm sure they will add those August uh, times shortly. Okay. Bad weather on Tuesday caused uh, many rides to be down across all four parks. Yeah, craziness. We we'd heard about power outages in Animal Kingdom over the past week. They had two power outages, um, but due to some storms that were going through the area on the 15th, which was Tuesday. Uh, three attractions in the Magic Kingdom, Space Mountain, Buzz Lightyear, and Pirates of the Caribbean uh, were down. It's funny because two of those rides are next to each other, and then one's way across the opposite side of the park. Uh, in Epcot, Living with the Land, Journey into Imagination with Figment, Frozen Ever After. 
Um, the seas with Nemo and friends and Mission Space were all closed uh, due to power outages. Hollywood Studios, Star Wars Rise of the Resistance, Millennium Falcon, Smuggler's Run, Tower of Terror, Rock and Roller Coaster starring Aerosmith, and Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway were all closed. There was literally nothing worth riding in Hollywood Studios. Pretty much. And then in Animal Kingdom, it was just dinosaur and tough to be a bug. Um, so yeah, those those were extended downtimes. Uh, there were a few attractions like Peter Pan's Flight and the Country Bear Jamboree, which were down very briefly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I don't know what the deal is with the power there. Like, yeah. I mean, I understand in inclement weather, sometimes they close outdoor rides. I don't remember this happening, though, like over the past years. I mean, the past two years we've been doing the, the, the show – occasionally we, there's a ride because right. of like some but kind of nothing issue, nothing like this nothing no. like we've seen over the past two weeks weird all right um the scrim at peter pan's flight has been mostly removed that's right and by mostly halfway oh um did which you is say halfway mostly huh no all right i, I want to make I sure i didn't mostly. screw up the story um most of the scrim covering the exterior has been removed leaving half of the building still covered um, so it's, it's mostly the section that heads down towards the Columbia Harbor house has been, um, uncovered from the scrim. So it looks like the front of the ride still has scrim around it. Okay. Um, we've got some socially distancing updates, a couple specific ones first, I guess. Uh, Splash Mountain is now loading every row. That's right. Uh, plexiglass dividers have been removed from the Jungle Cruise. Correct. And then I guess there's a few others, but we're also going to say in regards to the Jungle Cruise that a sunken a, a sunken boat has been added to the Jungle Cruise near the Hippos. That's right. This is a part of the plussing of the attraction because uh, they've got to put something in there for you to look at since they've taken most everything out. Uh, but this is a sunken Jungle Cruise boat uh, that there is now some interaction between the skipper uh, during that section, how the hippos took down the boat. So I'm sure there's some new corny, corny jokes that, mm-hmm. that deal with that. Uh, but we're going to be able to hear the corny jokes because they took down the plexiglass, which was terrible on that ride. That is true. Okay. And then there's a few more um, socially distancing things you want to talk about? That's right. We're moving over into Epcot now. And uh, let's see. Frozen Ever After is no longer socially distant. Um, Q markers and plexiglass is gone from most of the areas in Epcot. Uh, Bruce's shark uh, play area in the seas with uh, uh, Nemo and friends is now uh, open, even though the Disney app says that it is closed. Don't believe it. It's a lie. Dividers have been removed from the boats on living with the land. Although the plexiglass dividers are still in the switchback queue, but those should be coming down shortly. The queue ones never bothered me. I actually kind of liked them in the queues. It's on the rides that they were awful. Right. All distancing markers have been removed from Frozen Ever After, which I mentioned. Uh, we talked about uh, the entrance to Mexico having their socially distanced markers removed. Uh, Grand Fiesta Tour markers have been removed. So, in like I said, in some sections, you may still see the plexiglass dividers in the switchback, but they're trying to get the plexiglass uh, dividers off of rides where they have been uh, placed. Okay. Uh, the good thing is that rides like Splash Mountain, um, because they weren't able to put dividers in those rides, they were skipping rows. Right. But, you know, Gosh, like you said, they're back to full full capacity on the vehicles. Awesome. A big event took place at 50s Primetime Cafe. What happened? Oh, I didn't even get the Star Wars Rise of the Resistance dividers being removed. Oh, I thought you were done. Yeah. Star Wars um, Rise of the Resistance. 
That's right. Physical distancing is removed and the plexiglass dividers have been removed from the ride vehicles. That's not Epcot. You said we were doing Epcot. Oh, you're right. I am in Hollywood Studios. Mm -hmm. My bad. Okay. Let's talk about the event that happened in 50s Primetime Cafe. Let's. Did they remove some socially distancing markers? They did not. Um, Condiments are back. Woo! I know you you were excited for uh, fireworks. I was excited for condiments. Um... And uh, by condiments, I mean ketchup and salt and pepper. We're just like put on the table. They're back on the table. So we're not like, there's no like uh, help yourself bar at like Pecos Bills yet. Correct. But at least we can get some ketchup on the table and not like a handful of ketchup packets. Right. No fixins bar yet, but uh, this is, it's a small step. Yeah. Small step. We'll get there. Baby steps. And uh, before we leave Hollywood Studios, I I do just want to mention that the pre-show for Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway has returned. Oh, so I did have, never get to see that. We have not yet seen no. that in person. Nope. Okay, in resort news, the Port Cochere yep. roof at the Polynesian monorail station has been installed. That's right. A couple cranes, I think a LiftMaster 2000, uh, uh, did uh, lift it into place today. So that will be the um, uh, covering when you pull your car up to the uh, Polynesian Village Resort. So it's not the monorail station. It's no, the Port Cochere is where the cars pull in. Oh, I said the monorail station. Oh, no. it's You, you didn't correct me. I wasn't listening to you. <laughs> and uh, What's the, new? The, the cranes were provided by Bayer Brothers Crane and Rigging for all your crane and rigging needs. <laughs> Fabulous. Yeah. That's a free plug for them on our show. That was nice of you. If you need a crane. Yeah. Everybody needs a crane sometimes. Um, Actually, I believe their logo is Bayer Brothers Crane and Rigging when you need to get it up. Perfect. Yes. Animal Kingdom Lodge has a reopen date. That's right. The Animal Kingdom Lodge is going to reopen to all guests on August 26th. Uh, Booking uh, reservation window will open on June 16th. So if you're interested in the Animal Kingdom Lodge, uh, tomorrow's the day. Well, if you're listening to it on the 16th, today's the day. Uh, Additionally, the Boardwalk Inn will be reopening July 2nd. And the Polynesian Village Resort, uh, I think, is around the 16th or 17th. In entertainment news, Ned Beatty, the voice of Lotso from Toy Story 3, has passed away. That's right. Uh, in Disney, uh, in the Disney family, he is known as the voice of Lotso Huggin' Bear in uh, Toy Story 3. But he was also in uh, uh, Network, where he was nominated for an Oscar. He was in Deliverance, All the President's Men. He played Lex Luthor's sidekick Otis in the uh, 1978 version of Superman with Christopher Reeve. Uh, so he has been in a lot of movies. He was 84 years old? 83 years old. Yes. Yeah, right. so uh, rest in peace, Ned. Yep. Uh, we have an update on the Beauty and the Beast prequel series. That's right. The Beauty and the Beast prequel series, which is going to star um, Gaston and LeFou. Uh, who is also known as Louie uh, in, the, in the show. Um, that was announced, I believe, late last year. They were talking about it. Yeah, it was a while ago. And they finally have released some casting information. So we know that Luke Evans and Josh Gad are coming back. They're going to be joined by Brianna Middleton as the female lead in the series, and she is going to play LeFou's stepsister, Tilly. Um this is going to take place prior to Beauty and the Beast, and it is going to be a series of how they met, how they became friends and partners, and uh, you're going to see old friends, new friends, new enemies, um, music. It's going to be a musical, 
It's going to be a mini series. Okay. Um, Alan Menken is going to be composing the music. Uh, he also did songs for Little Mermaid and uh, animated live action Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, and Pocahontas. Uh, and Tommy Tony Award nominated director Liesel Tommy will be directing the first episode. So that is expected to begin filming in. Uh, the spring of 2022 for debuting uh, later that year. All right. Um, do we know if Belle will be in that at all? She will not. Hmm. It has not been announced, but she is not a part of the an announced part of the cast. Okay. Uh, Loki, the show on Disney Plus, has gotten the highest ratings for any premiere on Disney Plus. That's right, uh, according to. Uh, Disney CEO Bob Chapek. Um, this is the most watched Disney Plus premiere show ever. Um, Loki had 890,000 views in its first week, and that beat out both The Falcon, the Winter uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, and WandaVision. It also beat out the four-day opening weekend of Cruella, which uh, was very popular on Disney Plus. All right. So new episode out today, uh, episode two. Very good. Can't wait to watch it. Um, we have an update on Epic Universe. That's right. Switching over to Universal Studios uh, Orlando. Um, CEO NBC Universal CEO Jeff Schell uh, gave some more details on the Epic Universe Park. It's going to be 750 acres. That will nearly double Universal's total park acreage. Wow. Um, now, one of the difficulties here is that it is going to be a 10 or 15 minute drive from their current parks. So I'm sure they're going to develop some type of transportation system to get you over there. Um, it will be uh, an entertainment center and feature hotels, shops, restaurants, and more, and will contain intellectual property related to uh, Nintendo, DreamWorks, and Illumination Studios. So it'll have rides and stuff, too. It'll be a park yes. that you pay to get into, Correct. as well as having hotels and some sort of a... Shopping universe. district, yeah, like, like, a, like a, a city junior walk city walk, right. Cool. Um, and speaking of City Walk, um, on City Walk, a new restaurant opened called Bend the Bao. Bend the Bao, B-A-O, which is the uh, Asian sandwich. Um, is it that a sandwich just, or like a dumpling? It's a sandwich. Okay. Yeah, I, I believe. At least everything I see is a sandwich. All right. Um, so Universal uh, Orlando Resort has announced that this location is opening on the 15th, which was yesterday. And it is replacing the former sushi venue on the second floor of City Walk. Uh, ben the Bao offers uh, a menu of different baos and Asian-style cuisine, including a crab cake bao uh, with Maryland-style crab cake, a duck bao with braised duck and kimchi slaw. And I have a quick look at their menu here. I can pull it up. Um, da, 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 it was a pre in previews. Current operating hours are 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. And you can get um, a kimchi fried chicken. Uh, and these are their bao offerings. Uh, kimchi fried chicken, pork belly, duck, beef brisket, veggie, shrimp, and crab cake. Uh, so you get two bao for eleven ninety nine. I don't know. I'd eat them. So uh, I Sounds guess as far as... As far as bow go, I guess that's a good price. Yeah. If you'd like a third bow, that's only going to cost you an extra four forty nine. Nice. So, uh, and just another new place to eat uh, out at Universal City Walk, which is a nice area if you've uh, it is. never been. Yeah, it is nice. Uh, it does. It doesn't cost anything. It's comparable to uh, Disney Springs. Yeah, you have to pay to park though, don't you? You do have to pay to park over at Universal. So, uh, and I think that's like twenty five dollars. So, that's a lot. it is a lot. 
just to visit their shopping district. All right. So those are our stories. Do we have any final parting words? I don't. All right. Very happy that fireworks are back. Yay. Yay. Uh, So until Friday, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.